Welcome to the Positive Impact Podcast, where we dive into the world of movers, shakers, and changemakers, creating a positive impact on the world. This is your host, Alexandra Black Pollock, and together we're going to tackle real issues, discovering how we can make the world a better place. Earlier this week, we had the incredible opportunity to learn from Jonathan Zaidman, founder of the one-to-one movement on how when you really narrow in and teach people how to make an impact in their life and bring the issue home is where you have real change. Today, we're joined by Monica Ruskias to drive home the impact that one-to-one movement is having on teaching students what they can do to help reduce their environmental impact. As the environmental education program manager, she really is on the forefront of environmental change. Monica, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I am so curious by your role. You have such a unique job title. Can you tell us a little bit about your day-to-day? Sure. Um, Well, every week um, I basically go out to a different school. Um, So I'm at schools probably two to three times a week, and every, every visit is a different school. So I've been to a lot of schools here in San Diego. And basically, when I'm out at schools, we're, we're doing our environmental program. So we're doing our trash experiment or our energy conservation program or talking to high school clubs. And during the, the other days when I'm in the office, um, there's a lot of emailing teachers, contacting them, scheduling and coordinating. Um, our schedule gets uh, filled up pretty quickly. So um, just coordinating with teachers and emailing and developing our new programs. Uh, as well as reporting on our educational program. So it's a lot of in-office work, but most of the time I'm out at schools with kids talking about environmental issues. And that's where the magic happens, right? When you actually get to (laughs) dig in and say, and work with students and help bring that vision alive. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, today I was at a school, um, four classes. I started out with an AP environmental science class. And um, did the away project with them and then did a sixth grade class and then a seventh grade class and an eighth grade class. So today was kind of a busy day with a wide range of, of students. So your away program, that's your trash experiment, correct? Exactly. Away stands for Achieving Waste Awareness with Youth. It's an, and it's an experiment about what we throw away. So on Monday, we come in and I talk to students about trash and what happens to our trash and how it impacts our local and global environment, economy, health, ecosystems. And um, here in San Diego, our biggest landfill is expected to reach capacity in 2022. So we talk about that as well and um, ask students, like, do you know where your trash goes? And some of them know, um, but it's, it's definitely very informative for them because most people don't think about trash and where it goes and where it ends up. And so what they do for a whole week is collect their trash with the exception of any hazardous or biodegradable waste. And on Friday, I come back, they have their bags full of trash and we sort it and, um, we talk about what goes to the recycling facility and why it's important to recycle And then we separate what's going to end up in the landfill. And most importantly, students take a look at their trash and brainstorm solutions on how they personally can reduce their waste. And then we do um, a really cool project with bottle bricks. And bottle bricks are 
It's basically a plastic bottle filled with non-recyclable, non-biodegradable trash and made into a building brick. And so students have a, a fun time taking their potato chip bags and plastic bags and um, ice cream wrappers and putting them into this bottle and making bottle bricks. How fun! So, yeah, that's pretty much the Away Project. So when you were at the school today, rummaging through those bags, what types of things were kids surprised that they had? Or what was the impact in the classroom? Um, well, today is the day before Halloween, and there was definitely a lot of candy wrappers. And so that was <laughs> that was something that was mentioned a lot today. And the students were, like, calling each other out, like, oh, you ate so much candy, and, you know, why don't you share? And so... It's not only a way of taking a look at how much trash you produce and is going to the landfill. It's also a way of uh, looking at the types of things we consume and that we're eating and buying. Um, but it's typically, I mean, it's typical middle and high school trash. is a lot of food packaging, a lot of chip bags and candy wrappers and snack wrappers, a lot of bottles, so a lot of disposable water bottles and Gatorade bottles and other types of drinks. And then paper, of course, because they're students, so there's always a lot of paper. Um, yeah, but I can't really recall. I mean, sometimes there's interesting things in there. Like the students today had a couple of binders in there. They didn't really fit. Um, but it's, it's usually the norm, just like candy wrap or uh, food packaging, bottles, and paper. Do you guys ever get to do any follow-up after this really intensive week to see how students change their habits? Um, well, we have an online platform, awayproject.org. Um, where students register on the first day and they're doing a trash experiment. So um, they go online to record their findings and, and track their progress. And so when we start out, we ask students, like, how much trash do you think you'll make? And do you think you'll make more trash that's recyclable or landfill? And so throughout the week, they, they're answering these questions. And then on Friday, they, they actually um, come up with solutions and and so far, I mean, there are so many schools in San Diego that every week I go to a different school. But I have gone to, like this week actually, I went to um, a high school I went to maybe last month. And I saw some of the students again. I didn't present to them. I just saw them in the hall. And, and they recognized me. And we talked for a little bit. And they're definitely more aware of the trash that they make. And that's the whole purpose of this project of, you know, making students aware of the trash that they produce and hopefully thinking about solutions. It really is such an innovative way to do that. Now, you mentioned that a lot of times you have students propose solutions. What were yes. some of the solutions <laughs> that you were hearing today? Um, well, students come up with, you know, funny stuff. And um, when, when we talk about solutions, you know, I, get, I try to get them to think outside the box. Um, you know, I, I remember when I first started doing these presentations, I went to a middle school and there was this kid who had 14 disposable water bottles in his bag that he accumulated over the course of five days. Five days, 14 yeah. water bottles. So he was drinking a lot of water and I asked him, like, what can you do to reduce the amount of waste that you produce? And his answer was drink less water. It was a, a really good moment to actually talk about it with a student and be like, and say, well, you don't have to drink less water. How else can you get water? Because, you know, students are so used to doing things the way they've been doing them. I and mean, we all are, adults as well. It's hard to change habits. So, so it's a good way of getting students to talk with each other and, 
and brainstorm solutions and um and I mean, but mostly it's, you know, students will eventually come up with like, oh, well, I can reuse a, use a reusable water bottle. Or I had this student today who gave some really good solutions. She had a lot of granola bars. And so she wrote down that she could buy all the ingredients in bulk using her own bags and make her own granola. She had a lot of candy wrappers. And she said that she could eat less candy and eat more fruits and vegetables and compost the peels. So it's really exciting and motivating to to read these solutions that the students come up with on their own. Talk about a comprehensive solution to have a student <laughs> yeah. say, I'm going to start baking my own granola bars. And, <laughs> yeah. and on top of that, every parent was just very excited to hear that their child came up with the idea to eat more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And then compost the peels, which is awesome. So it's totally zero waste. So what's the craziest solution you've ever heard a child come up with? Um, I don't know. Well, when we talk about what to do with our trash, when we're talking about the landfill and and what we're going to do after it fills up, that's when students come up with some, like, interesting ideas. It's, it's I don't know, it's, I didn't expect this to happen at first, but there's at least one person in every school who mentions that we should send it to space. It's a really common answer. By now, I'm just used to it. At first, I would be like, really? But it's really common that students think that we should just send it to space as a way of getting rid of it. Send it um, to space. I would have never seen that one coming. Yeah, it's. I know. Me neither. But it's, it's very, very common. I think mostly with middle school students. In high school, they don't really come up with that. But They must have just common. finished an astrology class. You guys have another really exciting program that I'd love to learn more about, and that's your energy program. Yes. Yeah, so the energy program is really fun. So um, it's a one-time visit, unlike the Away Project, where we go twice. Um, but we show up at schools, and we talk to students about energy and where energy comes from. Most students don't realize that our energy, for the most part, as of now, comes from fossil fuels. They know about solar panels and wind energy, but they don't know much about fossil fuels. And so we talk about fossil fuels and where they come from and how much we use. And then more importantly, talk about ways in which students can conserve energy while at school and at home. What are the most common questions that you hear from students about energy? Students, I think, don't have uh, necessarily are connected to their their actions and how they are connected to what's happening in, in the rest of the world and climate change. Um, so when I talk about that, I see them more interested and it's something that catches their attention. Um, and all the students, especially the ages that we um, present to, which are third through eighth grade, the younger students really do care about the environment and making the world a better place. The really fun part about this um, program is the interactive part. All the students get a light switch plate, so a wall plate, and um, we pass out permanent markers and they decorate their wall plate with an energy conservation message. And the whole point of this is for them to take the take it home and put them up on the wall. And it's a daily reminder for them and everyone in their homes to do their part to help save energy. And so that's when you see they really are creative individuals and come up with really creative ways of, of um, expressing this environmental message. So that's a really fun part, um, and it usually takes – it's like a, it's a pretty short program. It's about 30 minutes, and so for 15 minutes, we're talking about energy and conservation methods, and then the other 15 minutes, they are working on their art project. 
Talk about taking it home. You physically give them a sign to go and hang on the light switch in their house. Yes. <laughs> yes. Parents must love you. <laughs> yes. And there's a really unique space is having the kids go home and then educate the family and get their reinforcement on all the different things that they just learned. Yes, exactly. And that's something that we do with the Away Project as well. Kids are taking home a bag full of trash. And at first, parents are you know, going to be concerned or not very... Um, you know, not very thrilled about the idea, but we tell the students that it's a way of sharing this information with their parents and telling them the importance of doing a trash experiment like that. And so with the Away Project, students go home and share this information with their parents and family. And with the Energy Program, it's another way of students going home and sharing this with their parents and getting their parents involved. You mean to tell me that not every single parent is stoked their child's <laughs> going to be carrying around a duffel bag of trash all week? No, unfortunately today I had this girl, um, well hopefully it wasn't just an excuse, but she said that her bag wasn't full because her mom <laughs> opened it up and took everything out and threw it away. But no. then she collects, she started collecting trash the following day. So it happens. <laughs> Parents aren't thrilled. <laughs> oh. So all of these students that you work with, can you tell me one that was just really memorable and stood out that the change they had after going through the program was just monumental? Yeah, well, I one student that comes to mind was um, she was a 10th or 11th grader at um, one of the high schools here in San Diego. And I presented to her class just like any other class. And um, I told the students that if anybody wanted to write an essay or a blog post about it, that they would be more than welcome to and we can work with them and, and publish it on our site possibly. And so after I finished the presentation, she came and talked to me and she told me how fascinated she was with everything that we talked about. She had no idea that we produced so much trash and that it went to the landfill. And she told me she had never thought about this before and she really wanted to do something about it. So she did her away projects and every day of the week she documented her progress. She wrote, she did a, like a diary style blog post where on the first day she wrote her experiences and her thoughts and and so forth for every day and concluded with what she thinks, you know, we could do to help solve this problem. And she really stood out. She was just one girl out of probably like 176 that I presented to that day. And she came and talked to me and not all high school students do that. And she took the time to write about it and come up with solutions and and it really makes um, my day worthwhile, worthwhile when something like that happens. Now, Monica, I know that when we talked um, before the interview today that you said you had a second student that was really memorable. Do you want to share that story as well? Yeah, we had a, I presented to an AP Environmental Science class at high school here in East County, San Diego. And, and AP classes are interesting, you know, the students are all pretty grown up and they're well versed in environmental issues. So it's, um, it's a fun class to do because the students are already um, interested in what I'm talking about. So they can take it to the next level and, and really actually get to take a look at their trash and, and come up with solutions. Um, but what happened was that one of the students was really into it and, and really liked our organization and what we do, and she dedicated her whole summer interning with us. And she's been one of the best interns we've had, and she was an 11th grader when we usually only have um, college students. 
but she was really great and and you know I think it was part of you know being in the AP environmental science class and then doing this project and realizing what kind of work um, could be done here in San Diego um, so I, those, those two students come to mind but I'm, I'm sure there's there's a lot of them that that have been um, really impacted. Sometimes it's hard to hear from students. It's really nice when teachers have them write letters to me because then you get to actually hear from all the students who might be too shy or uncomfortable you know, um, saying something. But getting those letters is, is nice as well. Well, I'm sure there's so many students out there because one-to-one really does have a very large reach in the San Diego region. And thank you so much for all the incredible work you do and for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, that wraps up another inspiring episode of the Positive Impact Podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I hope you were inspired by Monica's story and loved all of the visuals of those high schoolers toting around a week's worth of trash with them. Did you catch all those really great takeaways on how you can reduce your environmental impact? If not, check out our show notes page at positiveimpactpodcast.com slash one-to-one movement slash stories from the field. For a daily dose of positivity, head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash positive impact community. Until next time, keep doing your part to make the world a better place.